0: Today in the town rolling on a Wednesday edition of the show. Jared Anderson here, KOVE. We welcome a very familiar voice to the radio today, and uh, he is the voice of 97.5, the brand, local cowboy poet, which, by the way, I hope we get a poem on the air here in just a little bit. He's also the agricultural liaison to Central Wyoming College and the mastermind of the Fremont local market. Mr. Jack Schmidt is with us. Jack, how are you?
1: Well uh, I yeah, just just fine. Thank you, Jeff. First of I all, was, can you say 97.5, seven five the no, brand? No, I can you get say that anywhere that. you go? <clears throat> Put the quarter in the slot. <laughs> it takes a lot of training for these I things, bet. young man. You know, it's been years and years and years of cigarettes and whiskey to get sound <laughs> like this. And you know, dedication. Dedication what is it? Yes my favorite yes. one that Shereen had, she's I've never heard heard it air, but she had one that said uh, uh seven five. Uh, rougher than gravel. <laughs> Good. It, takes, it takes dedication.
0: There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. Jack is also uh, one of the folks who spearheaded the Fremont local market and local food in our community. I think you were the uh, the agricultural liaison at CWC. Was that your title?
1: Yes, sir. That's how I learned to spell liaison. Yeah, it's yes, what sir.
0: I learned uh, a liaison was because <laughs> you came in here. But, uh, yeah, you, you've you been instrumental in the local food movement here here in Fremont County, and uh, kind of fill us in. What's new with local food?
1: All right, let's go back a little bit to history first, if you would, because uh, well, what that reminds me of is that title came from CWC, and CWC has been huge in the development of this market. Now, uh, we also, the other one is the, is the uh, group that I belong to, which is Fremont Local Foods. Uh, so i just want to run off the of bat let's talk about that and 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 give them the the credit that they're due and then let's give the credit to the food freedom act mm-hmm. we have it uh, I, I think that a lot of times we don't uh, we don't remember how beneficial that is and how that was the first of the nation and the most liberal i love it when wyoming is the most liberal about <laughs> something but we are the most liberal have the most liberal food regulation in the country. Our Food Freedom Act, which was passed seven years ago now, says that between the producer or his designated agent and the informed consumer, there is no inspection or licensing, Mm. which takes a huge, huge uh, amount of uh, uh, burden off that producer when he's trying to get into business. Now, that doesn't mean this food is bad it doesn't mean it's going to be poison because what it does mean is that producer is just getting started he is even more careful and he's feeding it to his own family yeah. so it's something that his family his friends the people he loves and that's what you're getting and that's coming in that's been in effect 7 years now never been a, an instance of foodborne illness caused by the food freedom act so
0: yeah absolutely everything i've had there has been great and uh, obviously these are folks that are starting out small businesses. They don't want the regulations, and if they were going to feed you poison, they'd go out of business real quick, and exactly, they don't want that. <laughs>
1: exactly. And so let, uh, let's talk about what's going on now. What we're having this Thursday at uh, 6 o'clock uh, at our store at 525 Main, East Main Street, we're having a uh, appreciation dinner, a potluck dinner, all our, our producers are bringing in a dish, so there'll be lots of good food. Come and try that. But we're going to have uh, some of our legislators there to thank them because what happened was after we started up this last October, Consumer Health came in and said, no, no, wait a minute. Uh, designated, designated agent uh, is not you as a store. You still have to have the farmer there. Well, that just ruins our concept. What we wanted to do was take some of that burden, that marketing burden, off of that farmer so we can market his product for him, which was the w- way we interpreted the Food Freedom Act. Consumer Health did not interpret it that way. That's their job. But we had a problem. So uh, Tim Salazar uh, and the legislators there at uh, in the Wyoming legislature uh, got together, and with the help of our producers, they wrote an amendment to the Food Freedom Act that says that uh, we are the designated agent for these people and kept us in business. So we just want to say thank you. That's what's going to be going on Thursday night. So come on down, get some good food and let's talk about the future.
0: The local politicians uh, should be on your side. It's easy to be on your side, but I think uh, food helps your cause with everyone. So uh, everybody's open to come in and, and check this out. You bet you
1: don't. Don't feel like you have to make it, bring a dish. It's not that kind of a potluck. It just means that our producers are going to be bringing what they got. Uh, I think I'll make a. Dutch oven cobbler. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, 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 bring that in. Oh, man, that sounds amazing. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of great local producers in the market right now. What are some of your favorite items?
1: Well, so the thing about our market is uh, we've always got – Meat, milk, and eggs. Mm-hmm. There, you got you got the staples and bread. So you got the staples there every time. But then the seasonality of it, you know. Uh, and we're coming on to spring, so all the 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 spring flush in here in a few weeks will be coming in. We get the David, the mushroom guy, got going again. He's a wonderful story. He wrote. He uh, won a challenge to get started. Went down and started uh, setting it up in a building. The snow came. The roof roof came down. He got out of business, but he didn't quit. He went right back to his garage, started again. So he's got some of those locally made uh, grown mushrooms in the store. Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, all the time, people making the breads and the pastries. And that's, I noticed, you know, you had kind of a handful of, of 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 sweets coming out at the end of there the
0: day. You know, you know uh, my kids love it. They that's where we go for <laughs> snacks. I go in there and try to get uh, milk and beef and uh, <laughs> coffee. There's great coffee there, and my kids come out of there with a whole bunch of candy. But
1: that's we're learning how to market. We're yeah. doing, uh, you yeah. know, you, you put those sweets right there by the cash register, and boy, does that cash <laughs> register ring. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a good thing for sure. Uh, it's it's always a great spot to stop, and I hope people make it part of their regular shopping habit, too. I was talking with Amanda Goddard from here at County 10 who says, yeah, I still go shop at the big stores and get my big order of stuff, but every week I go by the market and I get my greens, I get my milk, I get my uh, whatever I need as a weekly staple from the market, and I just think that's so cool that people are taking advantage of it.
1: Exactly, and what that's doing, that's rebuilding an infrastructure that's sending a message to those producers plant more, grow more, because the market's there for it, and that's starting to happen we're we're getting much more stuff all the time and, and, a, and a bigger a, a, a amount and a, a variety of things potatoes are a good one i saw i saw a guy plant potatoes last saturday oh yeah you know uh, this used to be huge potato country around here uh that left hmm. uh, actually there was a, a, the elevator down there in uh, uh at downtown Riverton Hmm. uh, was torn down about seven or eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago, time gets away. But uh, they had a potato sorting uh, machine in there that went out. Richard Dickey got it out there in in pavilion and it's out there in a potato cellar. So that thing could go back into, into business anytime, anytime the demand and that demands here
0: now. Wow. That's great. I was going to say, I don't know any potato farmers here. I know out West and obviously in Idaho, but not here.
1: Well, we got them now. There's a, uh, Heavenly mountain farms mm-hmm. in Lander Road potatoes you bet if they got a place to sell them I think I think they'll they'll grow
0: That's great uh, your hours have shifted at the store recently and more opportunities for folks to come shop
1: Exactly what we' we've found is that people like convenience and we want to that's our mission and we want to make local food as accessible as commodity food so you're open now on Sundays. So we went to six days a week. We're closed. We're open Tuesdays through Sundays from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m.
0: I love it. There's a lot of folks, myself included, that get out and about on Sundays and uh, like to go shopping. So. Good stuff there for sure. Hope you uh, can come support it. If you haven't been in yet, you owe it to yourself to at least come in and check out some of the items. And, man, just, uh, you know, try try the beef compared to what you get at a a big store. Try the local eggs, and the taste is just that much different. Uh, Plus, you're supporting somebody local, somebody small.
1: We had a producer do something cool because, you know, we have people come in with goose eggs. Mm -hmm. We have people come in with duck eggs. So we got a producer that made a little package. Of, uh, have uh, got two goose eggs, two uh, duck eggs, uh, t- two uh, uh, chicken eggs, and two guinea eggs.
0: An egg sampler? Exactly. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Whipping
1: the chick. Yeah, exactly. So you can come in. And, and we don't talk about this a lot, but if you're curious about about grass-fed beef, mm-hmm. well, we got grass-fed beef, we've got grain-fed, come in. One week, buy the grass-fed. Next week, buy the grain-fed. Why don't, you know, you could... You could in the commodity stores, you only got one choice. Then that's no choice. In our store, you got lots of
0: choices. I like that. Do a little uh, beef taste test there. That's what I've been doing with coffee and trying all the different local coffees and different blends. So good stuff there for sure. Extended hours. Stop by the local market on Riverton's Main Street and the big potluck on Thursday. That's you got right. a lot going on.
1: Oh, there. Can we got time for one more little thing? Please, I'll just give a hint of what's going on in the future. Uh, it looks like from the what we're doing now uh, we've had a tough tough winter as far as weather goes and still the business has been much better than we could expect for what we've had so down the road we think this thing could get could fill that whole building mm. we're in basically 25 percent of it now and we believe this this market could fill the whole building so we are on the early stages of looking at forming a local food co-op to give the members of the community the ability to be a member of this right off the bat. So stay tuned uh, for that because uh, uh, that could be a big deal.
0: That's really exciting. What do you need other than uh, us coming in and and shopping? Do you need any help at the store, more uh, local folks getting involved?
1: Just that word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing. Talk about it. and. Talk about it to the producers. Tell our people, because that's how they'll get to the producer. You tell the girls in there... Whether you like it or whether you, whether you don't, if you if there's something you didn't say, oh, there's an all flavor there to you or whatever. Because it's amazing. Everybody's got different taste buds. And the good Lord made us all different. Thank God. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so, but let people know what your preference is.
0: I like it. Yeah. Tell tell a friend. Maybe you're listening in Lander. Make that part of your shopping habit and come on over to uh, Riverton. Check out the Fremont Local Market. Jack, anything else we need to add this morning? I
1: think we've exhausted this, haven't we? Fair enough. You yeah. Look I just
0: I just like talking to you. I'm always you want exhausted.
1: A poem? I I got, I got I got, a neat little poll. Heck yeah, I want now, a poem. This, this I, just, I just got this the other day. It's about my buddy Vern. Vern went to check his heifers. <clears throat> he took along three bales of hay. A chore that usually took two hours, spread out into several days. His wife got kind of worried. He'd never been gone this long. And after a week, she decided that, well, maybe something's wrong. So she called the local sheriff. Her voice was crisp and short, said, I got a missing husband that I probably should report. He said, well, ma'am, describe him, you know, height and weight and age. She said, well, I weighed him lately. It's kind of hard to gauge. He's five foot two a standing, but he's taller laying down. His eyes are red and rummy, and what teeth he's got are brown. For chewing that old tobacco at it stains his lower lip. He can't hardly keep his breeches up, and his pants are always unzipped. He kind of got this. He ain't too good at bathing, so he's got this gamey scent. You won't need no dogs to track him. You could just smell the way he went. What about the hair? The sheriff said. Oh heck, he's bald. She paused and said, "You know, on second thought, just disregard this call." <laughs>
0: good stuff as always jack schmidt our local cowboy poet our connoisseur of all things local food jack thanks so much for your time thank you coming up in moments we'll hear from eric warren he's in charge of it and systems at sage west interesting stuff on the way with eric it's today in the 10